Good morning, Thrashholders. Tuesday, the 9th of October, 2018, the year of our Lord, another 24 hours in the simulation. Is shit going to get any better than this? It's possible. Anything is possible in this crazy mixed up world. It's 2018, up is down, left is right. Who fucking knows what's going on? I certainly don't. Does anyone in the chat? They're in there. Vlad's in there. Deb Base, Joe Waits, Motor, someone's, I can't, it's too far away. I need my eyes tested. People listening all around the world on Threshold. Let's see, where are people listening from? Oh, we got some France, we got some Germany, some Belgium and some Poland and some Great Britain. Starting to make Britain great again. It's coffee and memes. Steady job and a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Slubby. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Coffee and Memes Breakfast Show. My name is Will, also known to my mother as High Rankin, and this is Threshold.fm. We're on episode number 12 now of the Coffee and Memes radio series. 
shit seems to be going all right, you know. I'm, I'm impressed. I had high hopes, but I think I've even surpassed my high hopes. Thank you to everybody that is supporting us on Patreon. You're fucking amazing. I love you deeply. Uh, and I will be shouting you all out at the beginning of every show. So the current VIP list of supporters is Nicholas Goncalves, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Oliver Hooper, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Tony Hark, not Tony Hawk, Paulie Hutton, uh, Sierra and R, Michael Kaziertsky, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Colm Murphy and Sam Howard. You're a bunch of bad motherfuckers and I love you dearly. Thank you very much for supporting uh, threshold on Patreon. We are half over halfway towards being able to have the station cover its costs, wash its face, and then the next goal from there is going to st- hopefully we can raise enough money to start freaking employing some staff. And this shit's going to be out of control. My voice is going already. This is only a good start to the show. Got some great freaking tunes in here as well. Got some nice Alex Perez, a bit more dub physics. Uh, I think I might play that Creeper tune with Uncle Skibs on again, you know, just for shits and giggles. quite like that. I think that could be a uh, running thing of making up additional lyrics for it. Just anything that rhymes with Creeper, really. Beeper. Uh, yeah. Um, cheaper. I'll go to the Lundis because it's a bit cheaper. Come on. Um, I don't go to Morrison's because it's much steeper. Fuck knows. Uh, some London Electricity is in here. Some Document One. Motherfuckers filling up the the uh, YouTubes, aren't they? Dara's in the chat. Uh, Will uh, is in the chat. Man, them, gimme them wub-wubs. Okay, he's obviously on drugs or something. He's, he's having a breakdown. Uh, ignore him. He'll uh, he'll be okay. Oh, there's some ridiculous... Uh, oh, God. Yeah, all manner of ridiculousness in the news today. I mean, from people spitting on pizzas to people shredding up Banksy's. Uh, Jimmy Savile's tracksuit. Uh, Whitney Houston. Oh, more people around the world getting stuck on stuff by their necks. This is spreading. It's spreading. It's spread from China to uh, Argentina. More about that soon, though. Uh, now, kick things off. Bit of document one. Good boys, handsome boys. God-fearing boys. Nice to their mothers. They're all right by me. They're literally fine. Head Grebo joins the chat. Tell me where you are listening. Tell me what you had for breakfast. I want to know. How low can you get? Yeah. 
Deb, Deb Bass from Brumland had white toast for breakfast. Presumably with some sort of like vegetable oil spread and uh, I don't know, a low quality preservative. You know, it's rough in Birmingham. <laughs> Oliver Hooper, Vegemite on toast. Obviously the work of a true psychopath. Will and Sonny Kent, bacon butty and black pudding. My man's smashing it out there in Kent. Vlad in Romania. And apple and crackers. Lovely stuff. Ed Solo's in the chat, boys. Get him! Monkey Z's on the wake and bake tip. Big Georgie White, leftover pasta with mozzarella. Why are you getting your pasta from New Zealand, buddy? You're weird. I'll get mine from the shops. That was terrible. Fucking Nora. Right, document one. How low can you get? As if you hadn't already guessed it. All right, all right. Let's get into this. Let's uh, swarrer. Man did not mind the gap between the train and the platform. This is a story about a man falling in between a gap. Uh, Cracking headline there, Metro. How long did it take you to write that? Joe Roberts. This man is very lucky to be alive after getting his head trapped in the narrow gap between the train and the platform. Fucking Nora. Like, I, uh, let's, all right, come on, I'll, uh. I'll get it up on the uh, live stream to uh, get a little, ooh, yeah, little little pick at uh, of this ridiculousness. Um, yeah, people around the world they just can't bloody help themselves, uh, hanging from their necks by everybody in any any available situation. Uh, no, that's the wrong one. Sorry, ignore that meme. That's that's for later. Uh, here he is. Look. So this is the the bloody this bit there at the bottom. That's the train, and then obviously there's the platform at the top. And somehow this lunatic has managed to get his head stuck in between the two, and he's just hanging there by his neck. I don't know. I mean, maybe people are people are thinking that they need to strengthen their necks and. Uh, I don't know, perhaps these are more people competing in combat sports. I know it's very traditional to strengthen the neck if you're if you're in a, a striking art, Muay Thai, boxing, MMA, because obviously the stronger your neck, ugh, the less snapbacks when you get punched in the chops, you get punched in the teeth. It's not going to help you if you get punched in the tits, but, you know, again, there's probably other additional exercises you can do to strengthen your tits in case you get punched in them. Um yeah, what a lunatic. The rescuers first uh, put a large wooden block in the gap when they arrived. 
before a machine could expand the opening even more. You're just wasting people's time, mate, getting your neck stuck in things. Ridiculous. You know, they could be out, they should be out rescuing cats stuck up trees or I don't know um I don't know love makers that have become entangled and sort of embedded and they can't separate. You're going to have to come in with jaws of life. Get him out there. Uh, the the near tragedy happened at a train station called uh, Libertad in Merlo, Argentina. So it's spreading from China to Argentina. You know, China's got kids just hanging by their necks. Just fucking, it's the new trend, isn't it? This is what this is where it leads, isn't it? It starts with the flossing, then it inevitably leads on to the dabs, and then it's just kids hanging by their necks, and then wheeling fucking wheelie kids everywhere in london they're an absolute menace up by london bridge just 50 or 60 kids just wheeling down the street for ages they're they're an absolute menace uh they're apparently terrorizing northern irish council estates as well just wheeling wheeling with only a back wheel on the ground terrorizing the elderly it's a disgrace it's broken britain what do you think, Peterson? It's appalling. It's the worst. Right, okay, come on. A uh, little bit of... Yeah, come on. Uh, okay. Dub physics. Never been. Stone-cold stone classic. Lobsters. Yeah. Right, it seems like the general consensus in the chat is to just let the geezer die. about couscous Fassies eat couscous. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm going out on a limb and saying that that's accurate. I wonder if it's the same bongo player as on the Kirill tune. 
Ben Wilson has sent his Kirill memes in early uh, as, as he has to go away for work. So I'll bust them out at the right time. Monkey Z saying that all dub physics songs are about uh, healthy eating. That's pretty cool. I guess in Marker, when he's talking about holding up the bank with a banana, maybe he's presumably he's got the banana because he's interested in a you know a, a healthy way of eating. Maybe. physics never been a classic right now we go to reliable source of news high quality journalism and uh well-researched opinion lab bible pizza delivery boy jailed for 18 years for spitting in food uh rachel grealish reports a food delivery driver faces 18 years. Okay, so it only took you five words to discredit your headline there, lad Bible. Uh, in the headline, you stated the boy is jailed for 18 years, uh, but then five words in that changes to faces 18 years. Lad Bible, you fake news motherfuckers. Uh, a food delivery driver faces 18 years in jail after he was allegedly caught on camera spitting on a customer's order. I'll cut the uh, I'll cut you long story short on this. Uh, Giza rings up. This is in Turkey. Giza rings up, orders a pizza as you do on a Friday night. Going to watch Ant and Deck, whatever. And then uh, pizza arrives. He starts eating the pizza. Then he gets a phone call from his neighbour, and his neighbour's like, "Don't eat that pizza, mate." He's like, "Why? Why would I not eat the pizza that I've just ordered? Because I ordered it because I wanted to eat a pizza." He says. That pizza delivery boy, he done a spit in your pizza. And there is that, and then he says, check your CCTV. So he has a look on the CCTV, and you can very clearly see the pizza delivery man just before he knocks on the door, having a nice gob in the in the pizza. And the pizza delivery boy appears to be filming himself doing it. As you do, I guess. Um now God almighty. Uh being that Turkey is um I guess perhaps not the most liberal of countries, should we say. Uh, Lad Bible goes on to report, this kind of offence carries a sentence of between... Uh, oh no, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm skipping ahead. Uh, while he denies the claim, 
Uh, he has been dismissed from his job and is now set to stand trial after being charged with endangering the lives of persons by putting poison or spoiling the food with other means. This kind of offence carries a sentence of anywhere between two years and 15 years behind bars in Turkey, uh, where it is viewed as a serious crime. Gobbin on a pizza. Uh, along with the le- uh, legal issues, uh, Barak, the uh, pizza delivery boy, must also face charges of damaging goods and endangering customers' health uh, from the consumer court, which in itself can carry a sentence of between four months and three years in prison. So Lab Bible have done the maths there of the potential 15 years and the potential three years and have come up with a headline saying that the boy has been jailed for 18 years. Lab Bible, you fake news motherfuckers. Um, The criminal case has been adjourned until February while it awaits forensic experts assessing the risk of disease. Jesus Christ. I mean, like, like, yesterday when we were talking about the woman who went to go and steal her bike back, gets her bike back, tells the police, like, this geezer nicked my bike, and they're like, fucking... Yeah, what do you want us to go go around and give him a slap on the wrist, suck him off? What do you want? Like, come on, like you know, it's we've got, we've got bigger fish to fry. Turkey, on the other hand, hell no. Pizza boy spits on pizza. Let's lock this motherfucker up. We need this is a we need a court case. We need a serious, you know, we dear it. We'll just chop his hands off. Whatever. Let's chop his spit off. He's a little bit draconian, isn't it? I mean, Jesus Christ. Anyway, Rachel for Lab Bible lying in the headline. It's not on, is it? It's absolutely not on. I'm, I, I may start choosing to take my news from, you know, other sources like Unilad or, I don't know, just meme accounts. You know, more reliable news sources. God's sake. Right, come on. Alex Perez, Vault. Let's do it. Not to be confused with Vault by uh, pop rock uh, boy band uh, from New Zealand, Pendulum. Lots of UK listeners on threshold up and down the country. I'll see ya. George White in the chat is saying that Pendulum are from Australia. They cannot be from Australia because Australia is not real. Therefore, they must default to the nearest country, New Zealand. The nearest alleged country. My 
brothers in the chat. Get him! in the chat dropping some serious knowledge about the Illuminati their media strategy surrounding Pendulum and the hoax that is Australia I recommend that you all look into it Alex Perez, Vault, it's a good record. I like it. Um, Now, important news. Man with huge mouth smokes more than 150 cigarettes at once. Ooh, shit. This is big news. He doesn't look happy about it. He's having it lit up with a blowtorch. Come on, let's get this shit on the screen. Um, There he is. Yeah, nice. Looking good there, buddy. Uh, (laughs) Oh, God. Um, it looks like the beginning of like a, uh, it looks like it could be a meme where maybe it's like, uh, uh, my high school geography teacher told me I'd never amount to anything. Now look at me, man with huge mouth smokes more than 150 cigarettes at once. Or like, I don't know, maybe you're up at 3am, you know, you said you were going to get to bed early and then you at 3am, you're reading these, these, you know, the memes, guys, the memes, guys, um, what are people with big mouths good at doing? Yes, that's right. They're good at talking, but they can also fit loads of things in there as this big mouth. There's nothing else to this story. I just thought it was, you know, it was an entertaining picture, isn't it? But I, all right, fine, whatever. We'll move on. We'll move on. That's fine. This is good. I'm a fan of this. Mum sneaked booze into cinema in son's sippy cup, then got too drunk to care for him. Oopsie. Hey, look, we've all snuck booze into cinemas. 
you know. And I think the sippy cup technique is probably a smart move. It's very unlikely to get checked, I would think. I mean, be... It might get checked if you didn't have a child with you. That's the only problem I can foresee with that. I guess I could borrow a child. Can you rent children? I mean, that's possibly immoral, but, you know, if you want to sneak booze into cinemas, you're going to have to cut a few corners. Uh, A mother sneaked booze into a cinema. People were sneaking, you know, neat vodka disguised as water into the opera. So, you know, booze in a sippy cup into the cinema. That's just a sort of low-level version of it, isn't it? The sort of low key, low key version. A mother sneaked booze into a movie theater uh, in her son's sippy cup, then got so drunk she could not look after him. Police say. Uh, Christina Gibson, shout out Christina. Uh, she's a party animal. She's crazy. She's lit AF. Was so intoxicated on the illicit liquor, <laughs> tasty illicit liquor, during a Friday afternoon, <laughs> afternoon as well, weekday afternoon. She is fucking wild. I want to party with uh, uh, with Miss Gibson uh, to see a movie. Uh, she uh, she was so intoxicated on the illicit liquor during a Friday afternoon trip to see a movie that was unable to walk, talk, or care for her five year old boy. Uh, police think Gibson uh, may also have taken a Valium type pill so she's razzed up on dingers as well oopsie Uh, prescription dingers and illicit liquor Uh, during her outing to Merchants Walk Stadium Cinemas in Atlanta according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution it's a weird name for a newspaper Um, her alleged bad behaviour came to light when her little boy's sobs saw other moviegoers complain to theatre staff After a confrontation, workers there allegedly stopped Gibson from driving off in her car with her son in it in a bid to get away from their questions. Please, no questions, no questions, no questions. Please, no, 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 no. Head down. Um, She was so drunk that cops sent her to... Oh, no, sorry, I've skipped skipped quite a good bit. When police turned up and an officer tried to unzip her purse, Gibson allegedly screamed, I will fucking kill you! Uh, she was so drunk that cops sent her to hospital instead of arresting her. Wow, you've got to be you've got to be pretty far gone at that point. And issued a warrant for them mum... Fucking Metro, get it together. For the mum, uh, after she sobered up, it is claimed. In the meantime, police called a family friend to come and pick up the son. Uh, Gibson was charged with a misdemeanor, reckless conduct and public intoxication. That's one to add to the list with reckless endangerment... Um, contributing to the delinquency of a minor, uh, breach of the peace. Oh, what else is on the list? Oh, I should get a Google Doc going with all of these, really. Um, loitering with intent, uh, reckless endangerment. Um, and she was charged, she was uh, in public intoxication charges and has been freed on a $1,000 bond. Uh, Neighbour Brandy Rhymes, who sounds like she's about to start an R&B career, Uh, was among those shocked by Gibson's alleged behaviour. She told WSB, That's horrible, and like I said, very shocking for this neighbourhood because it's very family-orientated. Well, I mean, she had a kid with her, you know, while she's getting jacked up on dingers and illicit liquor. I mean, she looks like a good times gal, you know, and sometimes good times gals, they can, the good times can go too far. And when the good times go too far... Ain't good times anymore, you know. That's it's every good good time gal's nightmare. That the uh, it's the it's the cross the good times gal has to bear. The the potential that the good times can go too far, and they ain't good times no more. 
Right. Posi, Laser Cat. Played it last week. Fucking love it. Forgotten how good it is. Uh, he's a good boy, Posi. Won't have a uh, word said against him. Look, I'll get her up on the screen so you can have a look at her. <laughs> She looks like a good times gal. Hey, she's here for a good time, not a long time. Got well in the chat. Just wants a few extra potatoes. Woy oi to the drum and bass farmer. Uh, George, my brother, whose name is uh, Jeffrey Rankin on, on the chat, uh, I believe he's capable of dr- double dropping the nine, although I guess he probably hasn't mixed in a while. Giving it the sass in the chat. Shots fired! Shots fired! 
<laughs> Laser Cat, Posse. That's such a good record. I sort of want it to be twice as long as that, but I guess I could just play it twice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks. Um, listen, guys. Hey, hey, cool. Um, big news from Kerrang. Insane clown posse's Shaggy 2-Dope tries to dropkick Fred Durst. Uh, yeah, so this is a thing. Uh, this is from a couple of days ago. Um, I don't know why Fred Durst is at the front in a uh, an Insane Clown Posse gig. Oh, hold on a second. Was it not an ins- Anyway. Man, Limp Biscuit shows aren't safe anymore, especially for members of Limp Biscuit. Uh, if the do- Oh, no, hold on. Oh, this is- I'm confused now. Um, especially for the members of Limp Biscuit. If the dudes in the band aren't getting lost in mosh pits or literally bringing the house down around them, they're getting drop-kicked by wicked clowns. Uh, as though the early 2000s weren't rough enough on those dudes. As you can see below, Insane Clown Posse Shaggy 2-Dope took to the stage at the Rock, Ali- uh, at the, uh, Rock Alliance Festival, oh, Rock Allegiance Festival, in Camden, New Jersey this Saturday and tried to give Limp Biscuit frontman a drop kick to the head. And as you can see, he missed. Um... Oh, I see. I got terribly... I got terribly confused there. So it is a... Uh, it's a Limp Biscuit concert and Fred, Fred Durst is at the front of the stage just all a weeping and a hollering, giving it all the rolling, rolling sort of action. And then Shaggy 2-Dope... Uh, from the Insane Clown Posse, uh, not to be confused with the Incel Clown Posse, charges onto the stage and attempts to do a sort of WWF-style dropkick uh, routine, both legs up, um, but just sort of misses and basically just just flattens himself onto the stage. And then some lad, probably with security, runs on to drag him off. Uh, Fred Des not even looking at him. He's just, uh, you know, he's giving it all the rolling, rolling... Routine at the front, and he's just—he's this clown, this uh, unruly clown uh, from the posse, uh, Shaggy Too Dope. Um, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Um, uh, insane, the insane clown, the jugglers. These jugglers are out of control. These jugglers coming over here, you know, charging onto our stages, taking our jobs of our normal clowns. You know, our our decent, hard-working children's entertainers and clowns. They're having their jobs taken away by these juggalos. It's a disgrace. Uh, So, yeah, that's that's the metal news for the day. Anyway, uh, back to the drum and bass. No, that's the wrong one. There you go. This is Transmitter by Eni. Eni? Let's go to work. Hmm. The Eni, couldn't it? Heavy hitter. Ollie Hooper in the chat referencing the Insane Clown Posse song Miracles. I believe that's the one where they get upset about magnets. Magnets, how do they work, eh? But then it's also like, I don't want to hear from those bloody scientists telling me how they work. Piss off. It's a miracle. Let's go to work. Work. Let's go to 
seven outer edges is the killer So kill me here for early journey, man Paint a picture Paint a picture Feel the way the stick Take it, break down the transmitter is saying that the claim in the Magnet song from Insane Clown Posse is that magnets are beyond the understandings of science. I'm not sure that's really for them to decide. I mean, particularly when they're shutting down any conversation with scientists regarding the sort of research and scientific theory on how magnets work. Like, oh, I don't want to listen. It's like, well, you can't just, you know, say, make a claim and then when someone tries to count, they go, ah, no, 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 Transmitter. It's a record. Uh, right, okay. Well, distressing times up north. Mystery over Teesside Chainsaw Massacre as couple run off leaving Tool behind. Reports Richard Hartley Parkinson in the Metro. Uh, police are today trying to solve a mystery involving a couple, a chainsaw, and a tree. Big news. Uh, a man and a woman were spotted trying to chop down a tree outside a restaurant in Middlesbrough, Teesside. However, they had significant struggles, as you can see from the pictures, and their efforts were largely unsuccessful. So, imagine a tree with some chunks chopped out of it and a chainsaw, chainsaw sticking out of it. Uh, a witness said that they could, be, they, they could see them having difficulty felling the tree and tried to cut out the chainsaw from both sides. In fact, they gave up completely and ran off when the chainsaw became stuck and the police were called. Um, have you ever just fucking hated a tree? 
and just like, I've had enough of this twat standing there looming over me all covered in bark like a prick and just thought, right, I've, I've had enough of this tree oppression. I'm just going to chop the bastard down. You know, every, every, the oppressed have the right to hate their oppressor, don't they? Mm, it's, the, it's the proletariat uprising against the bourgeoisie trees. Uh, it's not clear why the couple were trying to chop the tree down, probably communism. Um, but their actions led to the closure of the road uh, because it was deemed dangerous. Council officials have been called to assess the tree and decide if it can be saved or if it will be need, needed to be chopped down. From the looks of things, looks like it's going to have to be chopped down. So they kind of they kind of won, I guess. They hated that tree. They were fed up with being oppressed by it. You know, dogs are pissed on it, but that's. I think the tree actually likes that, sick bastard. And so, you know, you've got to get rid of the tree. If you look at how the tree is positioned, I mean, if you live above those shops, your entire view of the world is obscured by this bastard oppressive tree. And that tree's peering in your windows. What does he think? He's Jeff Bezos or something, peering into your bedroom at night, watching you struggling to pleasure your wife. You don't need that, do you? It's going to put you off. A cordon was put in place because of the danger that the tree could fall as a result of strong winds in the area. This is big news for Teesside, man. A lot, a lot of stuff happens in not a lot of stuff happens in the borough, and uh, so it's nice to have a little bit of excitement. And as far as I know, no one's been hurt apart from the uh, oppressive tree. And uh, I'm keen to get new updates on that. So hopefully, the metro will report tomorrow as to whether or not uh, the tree uh, was removed, because uh, I know you're all. Um, Interested to find out. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got? 40,000. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, so I was going to talk about this yesterday. The whole Banksy artwork shredder Sotheby's routine, which is possibly about the smuggest thing I've ever read. I mean, Banksy's pretty smug as it goes. But to have a your artwork self-destruct in the... Uh, in the ga- oh, God, I'm half smug. And it's it's even smugger because now, of course, that that shredded artwork is worth double what it was originally. So it's it doesn't really do anything like oh, the art's stupid and overpriced, so I'm just going to have my art self-destruct. It's like yeah, okay, maybe, but now it's worth loads because it's another Banksy stunt. So it's Banksy on top of Banksy. It's a bit Banksy buggering Banksy, and uh, yeah. But now, <laughs> this is quite funny, uh, the sort of repercussions of this are £40,000 Banksy piece now worth just £1 after owner shredded it to try and increase its value. People are fucking idiots, aren't they? Like, oh, Banksy shredded his artwork as part of a stunt, therefore if I take my forty grand Banksy print and put it through a shredder, that'll make it work more. Oh, yeah, okay, nice one. An art collector who owned a Banksy worth 40000 has shredded it in an attempt to imitate the artist's latest stunt. But now it has made the art piece worthless. Art experts were contacted by one owner who wanted to sell their print of The Girl with a Balloon, which hit international headlines after Banksy shredded it with a remote device just seconds after it sold for more than a million. The bungling seller had tried to imitate the destruction by slicing strips using a Stanley knife and wanted it to be sold for 80 grand, double what he had paid for it. The print was one of just 600 mint condition prints in the world. But the experts refused to accept it and have slammed the crazy decision as opportunistic vandalism. And to add insult to injury, it has now been valued to be worth less than one pound. Gutted. I'm sure someone would give you more than a quid for it. 
Sick it on eBay. Come on. Now I set fire to it and sell the ashes. Who gives a fuck? Jesus Christ. It's madness. It's total madness. They um, they were sort of, people were outing Banksy in the last article about it. Some geezer, some geezer from graffiti artist from Bristol. Uh, he's just sort of an ordinary looking geezer, which is I imagine what Banksy looks like. Just looks like some geezer, doesn't he? Just a geezer with glasses. It does a bit of painting. Yeah, you know, he's probably a painter and decorator on the side, something like that. Man's got to make a living, hasn't he? Um. Uh, he then revealed that he placed the shredder in the frame years ago in case it was ever sold at auction. Oh, fuck off. Bloody Banksy. Uh, okay, come on. Uh, what have we got? Ooh, different drama. London Electricity. Robert Owens on this. It's a beauty. Okay.
This is a beauty. There's a uh, dance studio in the studio complex that I'm in right now, uh, bless them, uh, run by a couple of girls and they came and knocked on the door the other day and they were like, oh, we've just uh, finished the studio, we're going to have a little bit of a get together later, uh, we just all have a bit of a dance and a bit of a, uh, you know, just it, it's just like a free a free thing, anything goes, just anything goes, you know, whatever, you, you do music, don't you? And I was like, uh, yeah. They're like, oh, what sort of stuff do you do? I was like, oh, drum and bass. And they're like, cool, just bring one of your drums and just come along and, you know, just it's just going to be like a free dancing session. I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't go. <laughs> I don't think they quite understand how drum and bass works. But it's not like I've just got a load of fucking bongos sat around here. Thank God. It's not a drum circle. I'm not some sort of bloody... not some sort of bloody hippie. It's not some sort of hippie free-for-all. Anyway, it all looks a bit rainbow rhythms down there. God bless them, though. Lobsters. Yeah. Hey, look, just in case you didn't have bricks don't roll in your head. Yeah. Right, that's London Electricity, different drum, featuring mans like Robert Owens, Ponder Vocal. Right, shit's getting dark now. Coming to the close of the show. Keep the the rascal stuff for the end. Man forced to sing Whitney Houston songs naked after boiling water was poured on his genitals. Uh, Reports Richard Hartley Parkinson for the Metro. This is a rough story. Two men are facing jail after they tortured a man in a dispute over drug debt. Uh, Sakawat Hussein and Andre Clark submitted Michael Dewar to a sadistic and humiliating ordeal after they kidnapped him. They held him at a house in Batley, West Yorkshire. That does sound pretty rough, actually. Uh, where they stripped him, poured boiling water onto his genitals and forced him to sing and dance to Whitney Houston songs. Bastards. I mean, the water, boiling water onto the genitals, I can understand for the drug debt, but pfft, making him sing and dance to Whitney, that is a, that's a whole nother level. Uh, they also held a knife to his heavily pregnant girlfriend's stomach, telling him, you better start talking, I'm going to cut it out. That's fucking dark. 
they took him hostage in January this year in a row over 300 grand's worth of Class A drugs, which was stored at his house. He had around 1.7 kilos of, uh, of nose up and, uh, oh, Jesus, uh, 31 grams of heroin, along with names of dealers and other drug paraphernalia. Hussein and Clark went to Diwar's house and there was an argument over one kilo of cocaine that was handed over to the defendants uh, in an alleyway. Uh, but then three days later, they returned to his house, accusing him of setting them up uh, because Hussein claimed his sister's house had been robbed for 300 grand's worth of drugs. His son, girlfriend and her dad were ordered to stay upstairs while Diwar was taken to the cellar where he was tied to a chair. They hit him in the face with a hammer. Oh, ouchie. As they interrogated him over the missing drugs for several hours. And then put him in a car, took him, uh, took him to the house where they continued to subject him to violence. <sighs> Profe- uh, prosecutor Andrew Dunn told the court, After a while, the violence took a more sadistic edge. A kettle was boiled and Dewar stripped of his clothing. Uh, oh man, it gets pretty narky, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. They make him dance to Whitney. I wonder what song. Uh, I want to feel the heat with. So- oh no, that would be. Th- oh, that would be too ripe, too ironic. Oh, I don't know. Um, I will always love you. Oh dear, the possibilities are endless. That that's a, that's a, that's a, that's rough. I mean, could have been worse. Could have been Cher. You know, could have been the Carpenters. But that is no fun. So look, if you are thinking about robbing drug dealers. Just be aware that there are some very peculiar torture methods out there and it's possible that they might be used against you. You know, you could be tied to... What they were doing apparently in Guantanamo was they were forcing people to watch that uh, Barney the Dinosaur I love you, you love me video on repeat for like months on end. That's dark. That's... That is... uh, Oh, yeah, no. I'll take the boiling water over the genitals rather than the... Um, oh, actually, I don't know. Look, this is awful. I'm not, I don't know why I'm getting onto this. I'm going to play one more dub physics tune because it's, uh, it's great. It's called Doberman. I, I, we'll find out whether or not it's about healthy eating. Get out of town, you this my once, man, I go make you this my two time around. And when the magnum clicking, I your ears are with sound, you are go dead for sure. Oh, it's about magnum ice creams. Country, I put them under the ground. Some backstabbing hypocrite, do anything for the crown. A cup of shot, the physics, get them, them the love of with sound, them I go dead for sure. Pack your bag and fussy, get out of town You this my once, man, I gonna make you this my two time around And when the magnum clicking, all your ears are with sound You are go dead for sure You are dead for sure We bun traitor, put them under the ground Some backstabbing hypocrite, do anything for the crown A cup of shot, the physics, get them, then the love of with sound Them are go dead for sure It's not physics 21 You feel your bad run, come this bad man, come You shoulda know me, have me gun in a me and come Firehouse man, no back from no one come No Bellevue, me live for 21 come A boyfriend knows that we no ask question come Shot walking up face like it a pedestrian come We have it here for Uno Goffey, Uno Gyan come We now while you turn the guan and galang come Bad man no take no chat on my aslam come 
something I'm getting from these dub physics songs is the uh, the lyricists seem to have a problem with these fassies. What's all about these fassies? Right, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes today's offering of both coffee and or memes. It's been emotional. It has been emotional. Thank you again to everybody that's supporting us on Patreon. If you want to support the show to keep it happening, to keep this going every single weekday morning and all lots of other shows that I'm in the process of getting sorted, then please do help us out. There's going to be some merch soon, but if you want to, if you if you want to help support monthly on Patreon, that'd be amazing. There is a link in the uh, description here, um, and or there's a little I up in the top right hand corner up there, and you can help us out. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who already is: Nicholas, Goncalves, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Oliver Hooper, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Tony Hark, not Hawk, Paulie Hutton, Sierra and R, Michael Kaziertsky, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter. Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, if you want your name on that list, support us on Patreon. I love you all very deeply. Thank you very much for tuning in today. I will see you tomorrow at 10am for more coffee and freaking memes. God bless you all.